Then Imam al-Barbahari, he continues with what occurs here in the second volume on page 57, as point number 107. وَمَنْ اِقْتَصَرَ عَلَى سُنَّةِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ أَصْحَابُهُ وَالْجَمَاءَةِ فَلَجَ عَلَى أَهْلِ الْبِدَعِ كُلِّهَا وَاسْتَرَاحَ بَدَنُهُ وَاسْتَلِمَ لَهُ دِينُهُ Insha'Allah. Li'anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam qal Satakariku ummati Wabayyana lana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Annajiya minha Laqal Ma kuntu ana alayhi Al-yawma wa ashabi Fahala huwa shifa'u Wal-bayanu wal-amru al-wadih Wal-manaru al-mustamir وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إياكم وأتعمك وإياكم وأتنطع وعليكم بدينكم وعليكم بدينكم العتيق. The saying of Imam al-Barbahari رحمه الله and whoever limits himself to the sunnah of Allah's messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم and that which his companions and the jama'ah were upon will triumph over all of the people of innovation and his body will be at rest <coughs> his body will be at rest and his religion will be safe for him if Allah wills because Allah's messenger وسلم, said my nation will split and Allah's Messenger وسلم, made clear to us the sect that will be saved from amongst them saying that which I and my companions are upon so this is the cure the clarification the clear affair and the shining beacon and Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam said beware of going beyond the limits and beware of extremism and adhere to your ancient religion just a small point here before the explanation and with regard to the wording here وَبَيَّنَ لَنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمًا نَاجِيَ مِنْهَا And Allah's Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم explained to us or clarified to us that which would be saved from them. In some of the editions of the book, some of the versions of the book it has the wording بَيَّنَ لَنَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَمًا الْفِرْقَةَ النَّاجِيَةَ مِنْهَا الْفِرْقَةَ النَّاجِيَةَ مِنْهَا Allah's Messenger وسلم, clearly explained what is the saved sect from amongst them. Not the meaning is the same, just slight wording difference there. Shaykh Al Fawzan, he said in explanation, he's saying, وَمَنْ اقْتَصَرَ عَلَى سُنَّةِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ وَمَا كَانَ عَلَيْهِ أَصْحَابُهُ وَالْجَمَاعَةُ فَلَجَ عَلَى أَهْلِ الْبِدَعِ كُلِّهَا said, he's saying, whoever limits himself to the sunnah of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
and that which his companions and Ijama'a were upon then he will triumph over all of the people of innovation Sheikh Fazan said whoever remains firm upon these tremendous fundamentals upon the Quran and upon the Sunnah and upon that which the Jama'ah of the Muslims the united body of the Muslims were upon and it is the consensus, the Ijma'ah upon the truth then he will triumph over the people of falsehood meaning he will overcome them in argument and he will be upon the truth the truth will be with him he will overcome them in argument and the truth will be with him and not with them even if they are many in number he said his saying وَاسْتَرَاحَ بَدَنُهُ وَاسْتَلِمَ لَهُ دِينُهُ اللَّهِ and his body will be at rest and his religion will be safe for him if Allah wishes the Shaykh said whoever is upon the book and the sunnah and with the united body of the Muslims then his body and his religion will be secure for him even if he is a single person just a single person and a single person being upon that and also he will overcome the people of falsehood with evidence and clear proof since they do not have anything except shubuhat, false doubts what has Eve and counterfeit arguments he said his saying sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ummati my nation will split he said the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave a piece of information whose meaning is a warning it was worded in the form of information and its meaning is a warning he informed about the future and what would occur doing so for the benefit of the Muslims so that they should be upon clear insight so he informed them that differing was going to occur and splitting was going to occur in order that when this happens they should be upon clear insight and they should take their precautions and not become deceived by the large number of those who oppose and dispute and so that they do not withhold from the truth so this was from his Nusr this was from his Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam sincerity and sincere advice towards the nation there occurs in the hadith of Al-Irbab ibn Sariyah that he said Allah's Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam led us in the dawn prayer and he gave us a profound admonition 
from which the eyes shed tears and the hearts trembled. So we said, O Messenger of Allah, it is as if it is the admonition of one who is going to depart. So enjoy us with something. So he said, Usikum bitaqwallah wassam'i wa ta'a wa inta ammara alaykum abd fa'innahu man ya'ish minkum fasayra akhtilafan kathiran fa'alaykum bisunnati wa sunnati al-khulafai al-rashidin min ba'di tamassaku fatamassaku biha wa'abdu alayha bin nawajib wa'iyyakum wa muhtafati umur fa'inna kulla muhtafatin bid'ah wa kulla bid'atin dalala he said, so therefore he, sallallahu alayhi wa said, <coughs> he said, I enjoin you with the taqwa of Allah, and I enjoin you with dutifulness to Allah, and with hearing and obeying, even if a slave is appointed to be in authority over you. For whoever lives long from amongst you, then he will see great differing. So adhere to my sunnah and to the sunnah of the rightly guided caliphs, khalafat, after me. Cling to it and bite upon it with your molar teeth. And beware of newly introduced affairs. For every newly introduced affair is an innovation and every innovation is misguidance. The hadith that they mentioned, the checking of this has proceeded as we had before, the hadith reported by Imam Ahmad and Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah and declared Sahih by Shaykh Al-Awdani Then Shaykh Fawzan said So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed them that great differing would occur after him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Then he counseled them that when differing occurred they should cling to the sunnah of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam for it is salvation from the fitan it is salvation from the trials and tribulations and it is the safeguard from splitting and misguidance and also he informed in another hadith that this nation will split into 73 sects all of them will be in the fire except for one so they said who is it O Messenger of Allah he said man kana ala mithli ma ana alayhi wa ashabi those who are upon the like of that which I and my companions are upon this hadith has preceded a number of times reported by Tirmidhi and others as we had to say Hassan by Shaykh al-Dan those who are upon the light of what I and my companions are upon then Shaykh Fawzan said this is the one that will be saved from misguidance when splitting occurs and it will be saved from the fire on the day of resurrection 
this group, those who are upon that, that is Allah's messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his companions are upon, they will be saved in this life from misguidance, when splitting occurs, and this is the one that will be saved on the day of resurrection, from the fire. He said, it is those who are upon what he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was upon, and his noble companions, what he and his noble companions were upon. So this is the one that will be saved from fitting, from discord, from trials and tribulations, and from splitting. So the 72 sets, all of them will be in the fire, except those who cling to that which the Messenger from Allah was upon. All the 72 sects will be in the fire, apart from those who cling to that which the Messenger of Allah was upon. Then the Shaykh said, making an important point, and their entering into the fire will differ. So from them will be those who have become disbelievers and will enter the fire along with the disbelievers, along with the kuffars, the disbelievers, and remain forever in it. And from them will be those who have become sinners and will enter the fire along with the disobedient ones and will be punished in it and will then enter paradise after that. So their being all of them in the fire does not indicate that they are disbelievers. Rather it indicates a severe threat for leaving the sunnah of the Messenger So from them also that, so from it from them, those sects so from them from that in, in fact leaving the sunnah of the Messenger so from it is that which is kufr, which is disbelief and from it is that which is dalal, misguidance and from it is that which is ma'fiyah, which is a sin. And each will be in accordance with its own state. He said, his saying, فَهَذَا هُوَ الشِّفَاءُ وَالْبَيَانُ وَالْأَمْرُ الْوَادِحُ So this is the cure, and the clarification, and the clear affair. Shaykh Fawzan said, the Messenger wasallam did not leave us without clarifying the future to us. He, sallallahu alayhi wa clearly explained the future which Allah had showed to him, to us, in order that we should be upon clear insight. And this was from his sincerity and from his compassion, sallallahu alayhi wa So that when innovative ideas occur, when ahwa, innovative sects and ideas occur, and splitting, that we should continue to adhere to the truth and have patience upon it and remain firm upon it. For there will be no salvation except by means of that. He said, he's saying, وَالْمَنَارُ وَالْمَنَارُ مُسْتَنِيرُ 
and that that is the shining beacon. Shaykh Rosan said, explaining this phrase, explain what they used to do in the early, early times, the times before Islam. He said, it was from their custom that they would set up, a, they would set up something elevated, something high, and put a fire upon it in order that travellers should be guided. They set up something like a beacon or a lighthouse or something. So they set something high up and put a fire upon it in order that travellers could be guided. A manar, something giving light upon the way. He said, and this is set up by the oceans also, so that the ships can be guided. The same thing, manar, this beacon, this lighthouse. And the beacon of Islam is the book and the sunnah. So whoever follows this beacon will be saved. And whoever leaves, whoever abandons this beacon, this lighthouse, he will be destroyed. He will go to destruction. Whether it be upon the land or upon the sea. Because he is in a land where people stray and become lost. Matahat is like a desert land with no markers. Open desert where people become, become lost and stray. So this is a clear example for the one who clings to the truth. In the light and the beacon, a person can follow the book and the sun. If a person abandons that, he'll, be, he'll go to destruction. He'll stray and go to destruction. And he said, his saying, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it's quoted here, إِيَّاكُمْ وَتَأَمُّكَ وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَتَنَفْتُعَ Beware of going beyond the limits and beware of extremism. Sheikh Farzan said, أَتَأَمُّكْ وَتَنَفْتُعَ Going beyond the limits and extremism is الْغُلُو means الْغُلُو going beyond the bounds, going beyond the limits. And at tashaddud, an excessive harshness in the religion. Like the person who says, I will fast and never stop fasting, never leave off fasting. And, the, and like the person who says, I will pray and not sleep. The person says, I'll pray all night and not sleep. Unlike the one who says, I will not marry women and I will live a life of celibacy. She said, this is overzealousness and extremism. The Prophet ﷺ rejected it and he became angry at the person who said it. And he ﷺ clarified that he himself came with the middle way. That he prayed and he slept. He fasted and he broke his fast. Alayhi Fasted and abstained also from fasting. And he married women. So whoever turns away from his sunnah, then he, then the Messenger وسلم, he declared himself free of him. In the footnote here, they mention the hadith has been referred to here, and they say, 
from Anas ibn Malik radiallahu anhu who said three people came to the houses of the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asking about the worship of the, of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so when they were informed it is as if they thought that it was something slight and they asked about the worship of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what's it involved and they heard the answer they thought it was it was as if they thought it was something small something slight so then they said but where are we with regard to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when Allah has forgiven his earlier and his later sins one of them one of them then said as for me then I will pray throughout the night always throughout the whole night always and the other one said I will fast for the whole whole of time and not desist not desist from fasting and another one said I will keep away from women and never get married so then Allah's messenger sallallahu alayhi wa came and said Antum alladhina kultum kada wa kada amma wallahi inni la'akshakum lillahi wa atqakum lahum lakinni asumu wa uftir wa usalli wa arqud wa atazawud al-nisa faman rajiba an sunnati falaysa minni that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said are you the people who said such and such and such and such as for me then by Allah I am the one from amongst you who has the most fear of Allah and is the most dutiful to Allah however I fast and I refrain from fasting and I pray and I sleep and I marry women so whoever turns away from my sunnah then he is not from me I mentioned reported by Al-Bukhari in his Sahih and the reference should be Hadith 5063 in the book of Nikah, book of marriage in the first chapter the encouragement from marriage Hadith 5063 and reported by Muslim as Hadith 1401 and the wording as I say is the wording of Al-Bukhari so having mentioned this then Shaykh Razan said so the messenger freed himself from those people who were upon excessiveness and went beyond the limits in worship and those who were excessively harsh and he commanded adopting a middle course and he gave for that he gave his sunnah his way as an example for that and what he sallallahu alayhi wa was upon just as a small side point here before the final uh, paragraph in this part then Shaykh Salih al-Suhaymi he said here that this contains a warning against extremism and ghulu going beyond the limits he said because the Prophet sallallahu warned against that saying إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْغُلُوبِ إِنَّمَا أَهْلَكَ مَنْ كَانَ قَبْلَكُمْ الْغُلُوبِ He said because the Prophet sallallahu said beware of غُلُوبِ beware of going beyond the limits because those who came before you were only destroyed 
by Hulu, by going beyond the due limits. Hadith reported by Al Masai and Ibn Majah, other hadith of Ibn Abbas, and it's Sahih by Shaykh Rodani. And back to the final paragraph here, in the explanation of Shaykh Fawzan, he said, He's saying, وَعَلَيْكُمْ بِدِينِكُمُ الْعَتِيقِ And adhere to your ancient religion. Shaykh Fawzan said, Al-Atiq means Al-Qadim, that which is ancient, that which is old, ancient. Meaning, the religion which the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa was upon. Such that we abandon muhtafat things that have been newly brought about. And we take hold of what Allah's Messenger وسلم, left us upon. And it is the ancient religion which the Messenger وسلم, came with. And that we leave, we abandon newly introduced affairs and mistaken deductions, mistaken ijtihadat which the people have introduced. Even though they think that it is just an addition of something good and that it is an increase in action and that it is such and such and such and such so as long as it is something contrary to the sunnah of the messenger وسلم, then there will never be any good in it this is the meaning of al-atiq the ancient way meaning that which the messenger وسلم, his companions were upon now it's the earliest ones from the companions and the tabi'een and the successors of the tabi'een were upon and the most excellent generations and that we abandon newly introduced affairs and newly brought about reconstructions whose introducers think them to be something good and they are not something good the Prophet said, Inni tarikum fikum ma intamassaktum bihi lam tadillu ba'di kitab Allahi wa sammati. He said, the Prophet said, I am leaving amongst you that which if you adhere to it, you will never go astray after me. The book of Allah and my sunnah. In the footnote they mention that checking of this has preceded and we had some time ago that this hadith is reported by Al-Hakim and Al-Bayhaqi and Al-Ajurri in Al-Shari'ah as a hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah and this is called Hassan by Shaykh al-Rubani or Shaykh al-Rubani called the chain narration of Al-Hakim as being Hassan good in his checking of Al-Mishkat then Shaykh al-Fazan said so whichever action and whichever saying Whichever saying comes about, whichever action comes there is, or whichever saying comes about, do not take it on board until you judge it, until you judge it against the book and the sunnah. So if it conforms to the book and the sunnah, then take it. And if it contradicts, then abandon it and do not turn any attention to it. As a small side point here, just with regard to what was quoted in the main text, إِيَّاكُمْ وَتَمَقْتَ عَمُّكْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَتَنَقْتُعْ وَعَلَيْكُمْ بِدِينِكُمُ الْعَتِيكُ 
And then Shaykh Suhaimi explanation that beware of going beyond the limits and beware of extremism and adhere to your ancient religion. Then Shaykh Suhaimi he said this narration, this affair, is not a hadith. It's not a hadith from the Prophet as was said by the author Rahimahullah. Rather it is from the saying of Abdul Wahid al-Mas'ud as was reported by Darimi in his Sunan and by others besides him. So this here is a narration, authentic narration from Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu. It was his statement, not the saying of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And as some of the verifiers mention, it's reported by Abdul Razak in his Musanna, by Darimi, by Tabarani, and by Lalika'i. And it is authentic as the saying of Ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu that he said himself. Beware of going beyond the limits and beware of extremism and adhere to your ancient religion.